Hey. What's up, dog? How are you, man? It's been so long. It's been so long. It's been I am so it's long. Been. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, did I tell you I, I started doing uh, a video game? <laughs> no. A little. We just recite the entire same uh, <laughs> opening from the last episode. So, so, so Keith like, Wait, wants what? an episode about Face Off. Keith wants an episode of the movie Face Off? No, the book. <laughs> the book? Okay. Isn't there a chapter coming up soon just about Face Off sort of in these books? How could anyone even know that? Uh, yeah, that's actually true. By the I, way, that's one of my favorite <laughs> lines from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yes. He's like, this is probably the worst movie ever made. Napoleon, like anyone could even know that. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> I was looking up Kip recently because I was like, I wonder what Kip's up to. Because I know John Heater's kind of trying to have a comeback a little bit. Like he kind of fell off. But I was like, what about Kip? Like to me, Kip was the shining star. Besides Diedrich Bader. Diedrich Bader, just, he kills everything he does. Obviously, Rex um, Quando needs a spinoff. The uh, the guy who played Uncle Rico, yeah, John Grease was in an episode of like CSI or something like that, and he played oh, no. he played this this guy who was like trying to he hadn't talked to his adult son in years, and he was trying to like get back into his life and got in some crime trouble while while trying to you know find his son or whatever, and yeah, as he's making his case to the officers who are arresting him for whatever, as he's saying like. All I wanted was to be able to spend some time with my son. Like, it was a good performance and stuff, but all I could hear was, like, <laughs> I used to be able to throw a pigskin over the mountains. <laughs> I used to be able to throw a football a quarter mile. <laughs> God, they bring him his last meal, and it's a steak. <laughs> <laughs> he just launches it, hits Napoleon. <laughs> Dude, he's the greatest. It's hard oh, for I me to eat a movie. steak without thinking of the movie... Oh shoot! We've talked about it, and I couldn't find the four brothers. Four brothers has a steak scene. Yeah, he's like, get on the ground, share a meal with your man. Oh yeah, you've you've covered that one before, but that's macaroni yeah. that she's eating off the ground, or like some sort oh, of you're pasta. Right. You're right. You're right. Like it a wasn't a steak of sorts. Um, yeah, we've talked about it before. It's Gerard Butler, where yes. he's killing people. Gamer, not gamer. Uh, it's the other one. That movie was awesome. Uh, something Citizen. Un. Abridged citizen, undeniable Upstanding citizen. Oh God, this is gonna kill me. Law-abiding citizen. Law-abiding citizen. No. That's it. That's it. You got it. Yeah, he takes the T-bone out of the T-bone steak and kind of uses it like a little uh, shiv. Yeah. And he just stabs this dude in the as, neck. As part of his big plan, his last meal, he gets a a, a steak with a bone, bone in it steak, that he can dude. use. Dude, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and pick my handcuffs with that. That's good. What, what do you want yeah. your last meal to be? Well, I've always liked the taste of keys. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, my grandpa and I used to get up early in the morning, and, and he'd make me a hacksaw. <laughs> he'd make me a hacksaw with a side of rope. <laughs> I wonder, like, if you ask people who are in charge of, like, preparing last meals, what the weirdest last meal request ever was. There was a diner near our house growing up that had diplomatic immunity. Whoa. So I'll have that really? for my last meal. 
All I know the, uh, is that means that that uh, diner cannot go down unless it's on a boat and it's uh, shot by Danny Glover. <laughs> uh, and then their license is revoked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know about diplomatic immunity is what I learned from Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> and all you know about counterfeit money you learned from Rush Hour 2. <laughs> yeah. And Dude, all I just that like I learned sequels. about animals I learned from Jurassic Park 2. Nice. You could have also gone with Rob Schneider's The Animal, but it's not a sequel. But, yeah. you know, it's still we a only film. learn from sequels. No one yeah. learns anything from the first movie. I've always said no, that. No, never. I, I learned strictly about uh, about Space Cake from Deuce Bigelow, too. Oh. European Gigolo. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. Obviously, yeah. The greatest of the Deuce Bigelows. And I will stand by that. I will stand by that. Chapter 14, Con Riley Con guards, Riley a, package. guards a package. Good segue. Thank you. And uh, this this opening, this opening is everything to me. Yeah. The, and in so many ways, this whole chapter is is like the first movie. It's like a full movie. Yeah. It it has an intro, a climax, the falling action at the it has everything. It's it's like a great prequel. Yeah. But it it opens I mean the, the, <laughs> the movie writes itself. But yeah, go ahead. Start start taking me into Bayport. Okay. So um First of all, the first I, the first paragraph is a single sentence. Yes. I want people I, to know that as you read this that the first paragraph is what it is and is no more. Okay. Um, Officer Con Riley was at peace with the world. And then right now, I imagine he gets up out of his seat. He walks over to some sort of wall with a mounted fish and he presses a big red button. His heart was full of contentment <laughs> and his stomach was full of pie. The sun was shining, and one of the aldermen had just given him a fairly good cigar. His beat, his beat had been free of crime for a week. His wife had gone to the country for a visit, and she had taken the children with her. Hence, Con Riley's feeling of deep and lasting satisfaction with couple, the world. Couple things. Couple things here. Number, number one, how long had you been planning that? Because that had to be queued up. Since I read the chapter, and I made sure to get the Big Mouth Billy Bass audio, too. I don't want the actual song needed to be from the bass himself. And it was from I, the I, I took about, mouth. <laughs> it took about 10 minutes to find a good quality version from the fish's mouth. Uh, I also loved that throughout that, you chose as your bed of music a song with lyrics to go yeah, underneath, no. underneath <laughs> your reading, which which only served to hurt both of you. <laughs> You're not wrong. Not at all. But it was worth it. Essentially, the man is just having the time of his life. Uh, he Another hasn't... turning point, a fork stuck in the road. <laughs> all right. All right, Green Day. Uh, his his beat had been free of crime for a week. His wife is gone. She's in the country. She took the children. I mean, Con Riley is just he's enjoy, he's not wearing pants. I mean, that's the mood he's in. He is just uh, a white t shirt and underwear. Uh, 
I don't know about that part, but no, that's my imagination. Oh, gotcha. running away with me. Gotcha. Because he is on the beat currently. He's working. He is on the beat, but so yeah. he's probably I mean, not. How much? How much work are you really doing? What struck me at the end of this was. Uh, his wife had gone to the country for a visit, and she had taken the children with her. Hence, Conriley, Conriley's feeling of deep <laughs> and lasting. Hence, Conriley's feeling of deep and lasting satisfaction with the world. And as a father, <laughs> yeah. I I like my kids, my kid, and it's not like oh, it is so nice. Jesse's taking my kid away, and I'm working. Ah, yeah, like that. I think it just paints a, a different picture. This is 100 years ago. This right. is 100 years ago, and this man uh, is relieved of the <laughs> motherly duty of having to watch his own kids. Oh, poor like guy. Poor person. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah. He can't afford a babysitter. Man just wants a nap. Uh, even the boys, and this took me a reread to realize they were talking about the Hardys and the they weren't talking about his kids. They were talking about like the the Hardys, oh, yeah, the chums, our boys, the, the chums. Chil- yeah, the chums. Uh, even the boys, his natural and hereditary enemies, <laughs> had not tormented him for several days. Jesus, this poor guy hates his family, and he gets picked on by children. So yeah, having a week without kids uh, and crime, yeah. I could see he was at peace with the world. Yeah. So, as with all good stories, that was a great introduction to the main character of this particular story. Um, And we understand where he is and how he got here. We know his family situation. We know his job. Uh, We know he's got enemies in the boys, but things have been good lately. Oh, yeah. uh, So, we we have laid quite a good foundation from which to proceed. As he sauntered along the shady side of Main Street, leisurely swinging his club, which, by the way, is, I feel like, the <laughs> modern equivalent of just, like, swinging your pistol around yeah, on your finger. Yeah, spinning a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that is a taunting, intimidation thing Who to do. Who wants to get hit today? <laughs> <laughs> leisurely swinging it. his club and gravely responding to the greetings of, Good afternoon, officer. He reflected that there were worse worse he reflected that there were worse occupations in life than being on the Bayport police force. That's so sad. He was he has well to think content. about worse jobs to enjoy his own. Yeah. Am yeah. I I mean we do the same thing. Could be worse. We could be ACs. <laughs> hey, got him. Got him. Got him. <laughs> uh, he was well content with his lot just then so really hammering the point here this is like the the third time they've said between passages talking about how happy he is that he's happy his life is good and we are now deep deep into foreshadowing it is right we are in a blackness of night of (laughs) foreshadowing it is it is dark with shadow (laughs) He exchanged salutations with the traffic Some would cop. say that there are four shadows on this single shadow. Indeed. I like that. Yes. That's good. Yes. Yeah. I enjoyed it. On the shady side of Main Street. 
He exchanged <laughs> salutations with the traffic cop on the main corner and mentally congratulated himself because he was not a traffic cop. So again, comparing himself to You're lesser, right. Yeah. Which yeah. just goes to show how rotten this guy is because there's times when I pause and think about how good my life is. And I try to make a habit of doing that and counting my blessings. But I don't do it in the frame of like, well, I, I could be a insert occupation here like i don't yeah, i could be a car salesman oh yeah Ugh. could be a yeah, doctor. i could sell insurance yeah. <laughs> could be a lawyer <laughs> could be a public uh, attorney <laughs> i could be a uh, a failing business owner yeah yeah i could be a that <laughs> could be a freelancer who hasn't had any projects in four months. I mean, totally, right? Could, couldn't relate to that. Maybe we should. Maybe we should take a. Maybe we should take a break. Let's take a minute. Let's take a minute. Let's let's, let's maybe hear an ad that's not going to make us any money whatsoever, and we're going to continue to be poor. And there's a new Sony camera coming out that will have been announced by the time that this. Episode should have been released. a traffic cop. God. Should have been a traffic cop. I, sh- I should have been so lucky. <laughs> could have been somebody. I could, could have been a contender. Could have been a traffic cop. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> That's Spike Lee's favorite film. You should know it. You took his master class. Oh, is that the waterfront? Yeah, on the waterfront, on the baby. Waterfront? What, yeah. what was his name? Colin Kaepernick? Kaepernick, the football player? Whoever he kept uh, referring to as uh, being a part of being what wasn't he saying like that's Kaepernick when he was talking about yeah. on the waterfront? This is this is only funny because Colin Kaepernick. Oh, is, that's it. Was an amazing quarterback. Who do you know anything about him? He took a knee. Yeah, and then essentially got fired from the NFL. Like, oh, good lord! They like after that there was so much controversy, and he was like the first one to do that, and now it's becoming. Commonplace and the conversation is evolving and growing as it should, but he started that and paid the price of they essentially like Jesus. kicked him out of yeah or like Marlon Brando in on the waterfront <laughs> on the waterfront where you got to okay, stand yeah. up to the unions. Um, okay, that, I guess that and so, analogy makes a little more sense now. So that's why he's screaming about that that Kaepernick. comparison. Yeah, or Kaepernick, <laughs> Kaepernick. Kaepernick. I like Knack, dude. I'm going with Knack. I don't care what his name yeah, that's is. That's fine. There's yeah. a really, really cool, I think it was a Nike commercial starring Colin Kaepernick after he got kicked out about like giving up everything for the one thing that matters or something like that. But they just like yeah. followed him around like an empty New York or something like that at night. Um, and it's it's just a gorgeous little, like when they do those commercials, it's like, hey, here's something really important and buy our stuff. I like those. Those are good. Yeah, I have to check this out. I'll watch this. Yeah, not right now, though. We're recording a podcast. Oh, that's what we were doing. Yes. I knew it was something. <laughs> uh, okay, traffic cops. He hates traffic cops. King congratulated himself because he was not a traffic. Hey, phew, at least you're not a traffic cop. Okay, we're back on. Yeah, Troop of Boys comes down the street from the direction of Bayport High School, and Riley instinctively stiffened. If it were not for those confounded boys, life would be very different for him. They did this not is seem... like he, he is just a villain from Scooby-Doo. 
before Scooby-Doo if it wasn't for those boys. Oh, yeah. This, that's how he lives yeah. his life. Yeah, and Scooby is just snacks in there if it wasn't for those boys and their turkey clubs. They did not seem to appreciate the dignity of his position. They were always contriving schemes to make him look ridiculous. And with that, the fourth and final of the four shadows has been cast. Sean, my phone died. I'm going to stop. Well, no, I'm going to keep the recording. What's happening on we'll my see how end long this takes me to get my is my phone. Is I'm back still up. recording a podcast. Okay, and the FaceTime that connects me to David. I see the is Apple missing, sign. and I hope that he's talking this to. I don't like these new Maybe playing. Dog, don't worry, be happy. I can't charge it. But and I have, lost uh, David. Headphones in at the same time. Unless I buy a converter. And so, but that's probably what. There's a like chance we'll bucks? cut this out. Hundred bucks. That's ridiculous. Chance we'll cut it out. You chance we'll leave it in. Bucks? Three big mouth Billy Basses. Um, I'm just gonna wait more. till we get David back. I could probably get one of their other things too. One of them singing rodents. Maybe I want, remember the hamster dance. Yeah, I bet there's something that does the hamster dance. I like that song. They did it in C Spot Run, which you never really see Spot Run. I mean, he's he's mostly walking. The big climax of the movie is him just walking to whoever he wants to be with. So shouldn't the movie have been called C Spot Walk? 